It's Monday of Holy Week. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. Our collect church is today over near the ruins of the Baths of Caracalla, the church of Santa Balbina. And we go then to Santa Prasede Alesquilino for the Stational Mass. This is one of the 25 original parish churches of Rome, or Tituli. St. Praxedes was the daughter of Senator Pudens and the sister of St. Pudenciana. Their family sheltered persecuted Christians in their house at this location where the church was built. When 23 Christians were discovered in their house, they were killed before Praxedes' eyes. She collected their blood with a sponge and placed it in a well, where she herself was later buried. That spot is now marked by a disc in the pavement. When the church was rebuilt in the early 9th century by Pope Paschal I, the relics of some 2,300 martyrs were placed here for safekeeping. In a side chapel is the St. Zeno Chapel. There is kept what is thought to be part of the pillar where Christ was scourged. It was brought to Rome by St. Helena. Paschal, who did so much in his day to beautify Roman churches, built this chapel in honor of his mother, Theodora. She is depicted in a mosaic here with the title Episcopa, not as some deluded feminists think because she was a bishop, which is crazy. Episcopa is just the feminine form, and it was given to her as an honorary title. It was extended to her by the fact that she was the mother of the Episcopus, the Episcopos, the Bishop of Rome. Here also there is a tomb by Arnolfo di Cambio for a cardinal and one by Bernini which inspired Robert Browning to write a poem called A Bishop Orders His Tomb. From the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. There they made him a supper. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at table with him. Mary took a pound of costly ointment of pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the ointment. From Toward Easter by Father Patrick Troedek This second anointing is all tenderness, and so the fragrance of this perfume fills the entire house. It is holy charity which, under the symbol of this precious ointment, spreads like a balm throughout the room, overflows into the adjoining chambers. Hearts are pacified by it. Not all, however. Jesus allowed himself to be anointed. He did not protest against this affectionate homage. Ah, no, but someone is aggravated by it. Judas, the future traitor. He does not understand. It is a waste of money, nothing more. They could have sold that perfume for three hundred denarii. What a loss! And hypocritically, he adds, the poor could have benefited. Let her alone, says Jesus to Judas. The poor you will always have with you to care for, but me? Who will have thought for me? 
I am on my way to die. This perfume is an early embalming. I accept it. It pleases me, and I wish for there to be always souls who spread perfume over my wounds, who cover them with kisses and with tears. The poor will not suffer by it. Others will take care of them, and there also it is I whom they will be serving in the person of the poor. Lord Jesus, through thy words I understand the preferential love which thou bearest for the contemplative life over all other forms of life, and so I make thee a promise to live closer to thee during this week by praying more, in order to console thee for everything thou sufferest from the coldness of human hearts, who do not love thee enough, especially not in our day. I also want to detach myself from the goods of this world, which too often hinder me from living in thy sweet company.' 